Welcome to Quantum Magazine's podcast. Each episode, we bring you stories about developments in science and mathematics. I'm Susan Vallett. As the atoms of arithmetic, prime numbers have always occupied a special place on the number line. Now, a graduate student has proved a long-standing conjecture relating prime numbers to a broad class of primitive sets. And it came as a shock. That's next. Quantum Magazine is an editorially independent online publication supported by the Simons Foundation to enhance public understanding of science. Jared Duker Lickman is a 26-year-old graduate student at the University of Oxford, but he's not just any grad student. Lickman has resolved a well-known conjecture establishing another facet of what makes the primes special, and in some sense, even optimal. It perhaps gives you a larger context to see how the primes are, in what ways they are unique and special, in what ways they kind of relate to kind of the larger universe of sets. The conjecture deals with primitive sets, sequences in which no number divides any other. Since each prime number can only be divided by one and itself, the set of all prime numbers is one example of a primitive set. So is the set of all numbers that have exactly two or three or 100 prime factors. Primitive sets were introduced by mathematician Paul Erdős in the 1930s. At the time, they were simply a tool that made it easier for him to prove something about a certain class of numbers. This class is called perfect numbers, and they have roots in ancient Greece. But they quickly became objects of interest in their own right, ones that Erdős would return to time and again throughout his career. That's because, though their definition is straightforward enough, primitive sets turned out to be strange beasts. That strangeness could be captured by simply asking how big a primitive set can get. Consider the set of all integers up to 1,000. All the numbers from 501 to 1,000, half of the set, form a primitive set, as no number is divisible by any other. In this way, primitive sets might comprise a hefty chunk of the number line. But other primitive sets, like the sequence of all primes, are incredibly sparse. Here's Lickman. In some sense, his example was quite pathological and really surprised the experts at the time and really is telling you that primitive sets are really a very broad class that's hard to really get your hands on directly. To capture interesting properties of sets, mathematicians study various notions of size. Erdős devised a particular way to add up the numbers in a set so that for any primitive set, including infinite ones, that sum, the Erdős sum, is always finite. No matter what a primitive set might look like, its Erdős sum will always be less than or equal to some number. Lichman says it's in some ways controlling some of the chaos of primitive sets. So this was really the starting point for trying to look at different kinds of ways of measuring density for primitive sets. And Lichman says this made it the right measuring stick to use. With this stick in hand, a natural next question to ask is what the maximum possible Erdős sum might be. Erdős conjectured that it would be the one for the prime numbers, which comes out to about 1.64. 
Through this lens, the primes constitute a kind of extreme. Over the decades, mathematicians made partial progress toward a proof. For instance, they showed that the conjecture was true for particular types of primitive sets. Greg Martin is a mathematician at the University of British Columbia, who's worked on related problems. This is a topic that goes back 85 years or whatever, and the literal question itself goes back two generations. So it just feels like we weren't really all that close to it before Jared started working on it. He had a paper come out while he was a student working with Carl Pomerantz that really gave a big jump forward from previous efforts, including mine, to look at the primitive set conjecture. And even then it didn't, I wouldn't say that I was confident that we were close to solving it. So I think this is a pretty big deal. Lichman started working on the primitive set conjecture in 2018, during his last year as an undergraduate at Dartmouth College. I was immediately just taken by this conjecture, just the fact that the primes are coming up and they're sitting inside this kind of broader class the conjecture itself was very compact and easy to state, and yet it was just very mysterious how anything like this would be true. So I was just immediately fascinated with the question, and then I've probably talked to my friends blue in the face about this, but it's been my constant companion for the past four years. In 2019, Lichman and Carl Pomerantz, his advisor at Dartmouth, found that a primitive set's Erdős sum could be no greater than around 1.78. Mathematician Greg Martin says that's not too far off, only about 10% bigger than the conjecture for the primes. Lichman and Pomerantz obtained this constant by associating a new sequence of multiples to each number in a given primitive set. Consider the primitive set of 2, 3, and 55. Associated to the number 2 would be the sequence of all even numbers. Associated to the number 3, would be all multiples of three that are not also multiples of two. You can break down the number 55 into the prime factors five times 11. Associated to 55 would be all multiples of 55, such that the smallest prime factor of the multiplier, the number that multiplies 55, is 11. So this excludes all multipliers divisible by two, three, five, and seven. Lichman likens it to how words are indexed in a dictionary, only with primes used instead of letters to organize each sequence. He and Pomerantz then thought about how dense these sequences of multiples were, that is, how much of the number line they occupied. For instance, the sequence of all even numbers has a density of one-half, since even numbers make up half of all numbers. They observed that if the original set was primitive, then its associated sequences of multiples wouldn't overlap, and therefore their combined density was at most one, the density of all the whole numbers. This observation was relevant because a 19th century theorem by mathematician Franz Mertens essentially allowed Lichtman and Pomerantz to reinterpret the Erdős sum of a primitive set in terms of these densities. According to Mertens' theorem, a special constant, roughly equal to 1.78, when multiplied by a term equivalent to the combined densities of these multiples, gave a maximal value for what the Erdős sum of a primitive set could be. 
And since the combined density was at most one, Lichtman and Pomerantz proved that the Erdős sum of a primitive set was at most around 1.78. James Maynard is a mathematician at Oxford. It was a variation on Erdős's original ideas, but it was a very sort of slick, neat way. And this gives a very easy way of getting a not tight, but a not too bad upper bound. And for a few years, that seemed like the best mathematicians could do. It wasn't clear how to drive that maximum down to 1.64. In the meantime, Lichtman graduated and moved to Oxford to do his doctorate with Maynard, where he's been mainly working on other problems related to the primes. Here's Maynard. It all came as quite a surprise to me that he just sort of somewhat out of the blue, shared a preprint with me. I knew he'd been interested and been thinking about this problem quite a lot, but it was a complete shock that sort of after five years of him thinking about it, he suddenly, seemingly out of the blue, comes up with a complete proof. Lickman first realized that for numbers with relatively small prime factors, his earlier argument with Pomerantz could still work. It was relatively straightforward to show that in this case, the constant 1.78 could be driven down to well below 1.64. But numbers with relatively large prime factors, which are close to the primes in some sense, were another story. To deal with them, Lichtman found a way to associate not just one sequence of multiples to each number, but several sequences. As before, the combined density of all those sequences was at most one. Here's Lichtman. If you make further constraints on your set, then these other multiples will kind of grow like weeds and take over some of the space. Take the number 618, which you can break down into 2 times 3 times 103. Typically, you might associate to it all multiples of 618, such that the smallest prime factory of the multiplier is 103. But sequences could instead be constructed using some of the smaller prime factors that were omitted. For instance, a sequence might consist of all the original multiples, while also permitting multiples of 618, where the multiplier is divisible by 5. The presence of these additional multiples meant that the combined density of the original multiples, the quantity that gets used in Merton's theorem, was actually less than one. Lichtman found a way to put a more precise bound on what the density might be. He then carefully determined what the worst case scenario for a primitive set might look like, what balance it would strike between numbers with large prime factors and numbers with small prime factors. By patching together the two parts of his proof, he was able to show that the Erdős sum for such a scenario comes out to a value that's less than 1.64. Here's mathematician James Maynard. Then there's the sort of numerical moment of truth. I don't know if it's sort of luck or what, that this is numerically just enough. Lichtman posted his proof online in February. Mathematicians noted that the work is particularly striking because it relies entirely on elementary arguments. Lola Thompson, a mathematician at Utrecht University in the Netherlands, calls them really clever ideas. Those clever ideas have now cemented the primes as exceptional among the primitive sets. Their Erdős sum reigns supreme. Matt Carlstrom helped with this episode. I'm Susan Vallett. 
For more on this story, read Jordana Sapelowitz's full article, Graduate Students' Side Project Proves Prime Number Conjecture, on our website, quantamagazine.org. Explore more math mysteries in the quanta book, The Prime Number Conspiracy, published by the MIT Press, available now at amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, or your local bookstore. Also, make sure to tell your friends about the Quanta Magazine Science Podcast and give us a positive review or follow where you listen. It helps people find this podcast.